The podcast you're about to listen to is not part of the Professional Casual Network. Any of the views or opinions expressed on Elite Eight Showdown do not reflect the views or opinions of the Professional Casual Network. But to find more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, cats, and squirrels, welcome to the only podcast on planet God dang Earth where we pick anything and everything to face off in an eight-subject bracket elimination tournament. This is Elite Eight Showdown. I am your host this week, Tim, and I am joined by my current comrade, cohort, and co-conspirator, but most importantly, my co-host, and that is Kit. Mushroom Foxes. Smashing! <laughs> Welcome, Kit. How are you? Would you prefer to go by Kit? Would you prefer to go by Mr. Smashing or uh, perhaps a third, fourth, or fifth choice? My wife and uh, actually, truthfully, all of my exes uh, just call me Get Away From Me. But um, we can go with Kit for now. That works for me. I mean, personally, uh, Kit works. So Gaffum would be short for Get Away From Me. That's true. Gaffum. Uh, Gaffum. All right. Gaffum works, yeah. <laughs> but but how are you? How like I, I'm I'm super excited you're here, man. It is it is good to have you on the show. It is. It, it's it's you know good for me. This is like a dream come true. I've always wanted to get neck deep in a niche fan base that everyone else in the network hates. Mm. I mean, every day that I'm alive, I know Cloudy Jess just hates she's just so mad she just ignores and just keeps going uh with the rest of her time on the discord but no i've always wanted to be a part of the and then you know like do an episode or something so this is a dream come true this is uh make a wish for veterans at this point the elite eight showdown you guys have done so much good so much good for the veteran community first we're turning around pay defas with reviews for elite eight showdown now this yeah listen just it's, it's shameful yeah the president has not called you to the white house yet it's shameful i mean and and, and you, you could see why uh chuck never really liked to be acknowledged or or thanked or paid yes. for any of his hard work so um it, it's it's good to know that the work that he was doing what legitimately meant something and that people were able to come together and write reviews on government payroll uh, applications to to get the word out there. Yes, of course. And, you know, uh, so kind of Tracy for her to donate all of her pay against her will uh, to supplement yours for all of your many gaffes and. Uh, money laundering, embezzlement schemes, uh, MLMs that you form. You know, you know, it's just people don't appreciate how much money it really takes to get a good Ponzi scheme off the ground. Like it, it's it really, it it's a lot, lot more than you think. Because you have to have money to start with, right? Mm -hmm. That just doesn't come from nowhere. You're a self-made man. You put that money in. Mm -hmm. Maybe so what? You slept with a full few geriatric women to get the money. Listen, but it's someone's still. Yes, your blood, sweat, tears, other bodily fluids went into getting that money. And, and you know, I, I like to quote, especially during business meetings, always like to quote, quote, one of um, one of the kind of the prolific economics writers of our time. The Bloodhound Gang always said oh, yes. old hens would rather put out than be put out to the pasture. And yep. I, I think that's that's uh, never been more true than today. 
Yes, yes. Speaking of old hands, mm-hmm. this week's bracket is Saturday morning sh- uh, SmackDown. You know that, right? Uh, so I, I had heard an inkling that there might be a SmackDown of, of, of sorts from probably one of the best eras uh, in time. Yes, that is uh, late 90s. So this isn't even early 90s. This is like a collection of uh, stuff that had gone to syndication. Uh, I think there's only one that wasn't in syndication at the time, and that's 1997, late 90s. Okay. Uh, this is like Saturday morning lineup or after school lineup. Um, so there's there's a lot to choose from, but um, this is this is pretty much a compilation of if you came home from school, threw off your backpack, ignored your parents arguing in the background, and just turned the TV straight on. It's mm. it's a showdown of all your favorite shows. Beautiful. Just going to town, beating each other up. With the exception of one. Oh. I am going to omit Batman the Animated Series. And let me tell you why. Oh, okay. We already know, we already know what's going to happen here. If Batman has any, if he has a week's notice with mm-hmm. any of these fools, I don't care who they are. <laughs> here's what's going to happen. He's going to just massacre them. Yep. He will have well-laid traps. Mm-hmm. He will have all kinds of stuff. And he will take the survivors and he will choose the youngest member of the survivors and make them the replacement Robin mm-hmm. because he sacrificed Dick Grayson at some point along the way of defeating the other people. Yeah. And now they're going to be his substitute Robin. Yep. So there's there's just no point in including Batman. We know, hands down, mercy kill for the whole bracket. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. No. We're, we got to have real hard decisions here. Yeah. At, at the, the end of the day, you, ha- you have to put on a good show, right? And you can't have yeah. some of the best writing for Clayface or... or um, Killer Croc. Uh, t- the Batman animated show was just so gosh darn good. Way ahead of its time. It was. Yeah, it was good. And, and you know, he was a good planner and it was safe because you always knew Batman was going to win. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, we're not going with safe. I know since Chuck got his life together, this show kind of went downhill. Yeah. Really so did. I'm bringing back the trauma and the attention to detail that is trying to distract from a troubled life. I'm trying to bring mm-hmm. that back to the show. I'm trying to bring that back because that's what the show deserves. The fans, I, that's what they deserve. I completely agree. Completely agree. <laughs> this is this is what people clamor for, our deep dive episodes based off of things mm-hmm. in the 90s that we use to distract ourselves from our lives. That That exactly. is hard-hitting, mm-hmm. cutting-edge in 97. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, yeah, all kinds of stuff. All Beautiful. It's, it's what the fans deserve. It, it, it's, not, it's not the bracket they need. But it is the one they deserve. Yes, it is. Yep. All right. It sure as hell isn't the one they asked for. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's jump right into it. Bracket number one is going to be brought to us by Built Bar. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Built Bar, I don't blame you. Um, They have bars. You can get built while eating them. And you can use code professional casual at checkout if... Uh, you want 10% off, but just know that they have broth, broth in powder packet form. If you've always been like, man, I could really go for some broth right now, but all I have is this bottle of water. Uh, listen, Bill has a, has a product for you and you can pour that broth mix into your water bottle and drink it on a hot summer day to really cool you down and get your electrolytes back up. That's built.com hydration packet. So, yeah, very much so. And it tastes a lot different than your standard hydration pack. Instead of that uh, fruity sweet flavor, it's more of a 
beef. But listen, it's there and it's ten percent off. You can't really go wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's on demand. Broth right when you need it. Yeah, there, there's uh, broth has never been more readily available than right now. And when you're talking about I'm, things that the fans don't want nor ask for, it's on demand in car broth. But Bill's got it. It is. It is. I don't. I don't know how many times I've been sitting inside of when in my military career that I was inside of a 1068 track with no windows, no air conditioning. It was 110 outside, 120 inside the vehicle. Mm-hmm. The only way to get any type of breeze was to turn on the blower for the engine, which just sprayed hot, hot, oh, yeah. hot air at you. And I thought, you know what this needs? Broth. <laughs> I need some broth right now. <laughs> just... Stick it right there next to the side that yeah. is facing me. Uh, there's a panel that says do not remove or you could burn yourself. Oh. Just stick your plastic in there, yeah. your plastic bottle. Wait for that to kind of simmer and then pull it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where it's at. Just some broth Bill with the boys, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of the boys. Yeah. Right here, this first bracket, it's Power Rangers up against Beetleborgs. Oh, I mean, you kind of couldn't pit these two against better opponents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Power Rangers going oh, yeah. up against Ninja Turtles. Now, granted, Ninja Turtles was really an 80s show and didn't break out uh, yeah, it, this far up. Saw syndication like, well into the 90s. Yeah. Like, yeah. But you can't. You, you got to You got to You got to put Power Rangers up against Beetleborgs or VR Troopers at the very least. Right. It's got to be at some, the very least, yeah. some type of uh, people. Get, some type of Saban product that has nothing to do with one another, but somehow involves children fighting to the death. Mm-hmm. It's always it's always your goat. You open with that yeah. and then people know you mean business. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Well, and uh, th- something, too, about the, the theme songs for these yeah. shows were always bangers. I still get that big, bad Beetleborgs yeah. stuck in my head. And I think it's <laughs> difficult to compete with the Power Rangers theme song, right? Like, Oh, yeah. So many metal renditions. Some yeah. of the greatest artists of our time have turned that. It's like the Duke Nukem theme almost. It's just you can't play an electric guitar and not play two things. Mm-hmm. First. Our Rangers song. Next, some type of rendition of Duke Nukem, and then you scrap that because you remember how absolutely abhorrent Duke Nukem was for being problematic. <laughs> <laughs> and you then know, you realize the time for glorifying Duke has passed. I'm just going to go ahead and just do Power Rangers and be done. <laughs> yeah, super fair. I certainly remember being like an 11-year-old kid with a Nintendo 64 playing Duke Nukem 64, watch, having my parents walk in as I'm tipping strippers, some of whom yeah. are aliens, yeah. and I'm like, ah, ah, yeah, take take that uh, in a, in a, inappropriate things for my mm-hmm. age. Yeah, nothing is going to make a parent bust into the room faster than when they hear a middle-aged man say, shake it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a uh, super important question here. Yes. What was your predominant Power Rangers series? Oh, definitely Mighty Morphin. Same, OG. Same yeah. same for me. I, I saw Chuck the other day post a thing about how your – it was someone saying that your first Power Rangers – series what would like remain your favorite forever and he disagreed because i i I forget which ones he liked later on but he had shifted his viewpoint but it's always been mighty morphin for me 
maybe the group I, that came right after that had the frog one, but that was well, it. So that was the same crew. And that's kind of the thing. If we're going to divide up Power Rangers, and this is where I wish I almost had Chuck to talk to, which grid we're talking about? Because there's because my daughter is a shout out to that little girl. Huge Power Rangers fan. Hell yeah. She loves Power Rangers. We've seen everything except for original samurai and its completion. Other than that, we've seen the rest of them. And uh, wow. let me tell you what, the grid is an expansive place. There's a lot of story there. Um, Tommy is like essentially the Jesus of the franchise. And um, uh, it's just one of those things where it, I, I would, I would break it down by grid, not by series. Cause I watched it until turbo. I, I was a secret power Rangers watcher. Well into middle school. Okay. I kept it a secret until uh, about seventh grade. And that was when it was, I think it was Turbo is when we introduced the race cars. Like they had the steering wheels, like it was Mad Max before Mad Max did it. Like they pulled out the steering wheels and locked them into place. And then that was when, I think it was the third uh, full length feature film. That was when I was like, "Ah, I think I'm done. Okay. But yeah, but original and the, but again, that was original, the original grid. So um, I think, I think that's why I think that's the same thing. Like saying it that way. Yeah. That's who I like. That makes a lot more sense because I remember, um, I guess not even really remember from that long ago, but the battle for the grid game came out. That really, for me, gave me an understanding of how the grids worked and that there was more than one. And yeah, so I completely agree now. Uh, If you if you want to get into some really cool Power Rangers lore, uh, read the comics where uh, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy is the Green Ranger um, when he essentially has a bizarro version of himself that decides to take over all the grids and he becomes like evil Superman and he's just going to grids, just massacring these teenagers. Oh, like, hell yeah. Absolutely. Hell obliterating yeah. them. Okay. Just destroying them. Like, and it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's not the boys by any means, right. but it's definitely like they, they won't do blood and gore, but they'll definitely do like a, it's like this team's like, all right guys, you ready? And then it's at least invincible level of brutality wait like really just teleports in and uh no blood and guts but definitely showing them like getting killed and oh, neck okay. snapping stuff like that but yeah wow. definitely pretty pretty rough stuff uh I, I for kids you know. super important question there when when uh, tommy is going around uh neck snapping other power rangers do a whole bunch of sparks fly out of their neck when he does it <laughs> it's not it's not sparks it's just the quick motion the super speed motion okay. so you can't really tell what's going on he just kind of turns their their upper body into a tornado oh, okay. and then you're just like oh wow he made them do the dead because you know you're like 12 gratuitous violence isn't under <laughs> right. your belt yet um or at least when this came out so i've always liked that now, thematic, know. right like stubbing your toe and having the power ranger sparks fly out like i just think that <laughs> we should really be replacing a lot of violence in in movies and tv with power ranger sparks yes the good the yes, bad and definitely. the ugly ugly gets actually really good when you start throwing sparks in yeah and if not power ranger sparks at least star trek electricity yes the blue the blue lightning shooting out of random things and mm-hmm. or as uh honest trailer said that one lightning effect <laughs> <laughs> they have one guy who knows one after effect effect and just just let him do it it's going to communicate the point you don't uh-huh. need to overcomplicate it yeah so with that the pyrotechnics the shooting i mean they've got guns they've got bows at uh-huh. one point they put all their guns together and it makes like a like the super bow caster from rogue one yeah um shout out to santa claus 1998 making sure i got that um that's <laughs> a present wow. um big props uh, yeah yeah big props to that but you know it, they, they've got so many weapons 
I just don't see the Beetleborgs like they had blasters and that was about it. And they're they just grew, right? They didn't even have proper Correct. Zords. Yeah, they just grew bigger. And once you get all those Zords together to make the uh the Super Zord for Power Rangers, mm-hmm. um game over man the sword comes out and you're done it really is well and no no dragon flu either like if the beetle borgs had like a like a, a some oh, beetle yeah. bongos or maybe a beagle a beetle bassoon that they could sound oh, yeah. something with ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah maybe yeah. maybe a different thing but uh yeah and they, and if they were going against the the power rangers turtle maybe like right. from the end of season one when they have to rely on that turtle mm-hmm. bazooka thing uh maybe they'd have a chance they could just flip him on his back like yeah. uh like uh, Zorg did, you remember him? What mm-hmm. is it, Zorg? What was his name? Yeah, uh, like he did flip it on its back and just stomp on him a bunch of times. They're in trouble, but with the original, yeah, no, yeah. not happening. Zord's coming out. If Goldar can't beat him, Beetleborgs don't got a chance. Well, and and credit credit to Beetleborgs at least a little bit. They had a very different like setting, right? It was almost like in like a mm-hmm. New Mexico, it was very deserty or or at least mountainous yeah. or something like that. Um, while Angel Grove just looked like it was the perfect place to be all the time. And that is true. And there's one thing suburban white kids don't have. It's longevity and willpower. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Beetleborgs, you get some of the, the even though they're younger, like middle school age Hispanic kids. Yeah. Like, you know, they got to do- they got to dodge the chancla, man. Like I grew up in a mixed home. Like parents show no mercy in a Hispanic home. Let me tell you what, those kids are going to take a thrashing. Yeah. And once again, I don't know that that brings up some, I completely forgot about that. So that brings up some, some other points though, to think about Yeah, with the Beetleborgs and they were younger, right? They were more like early high school, whereas Power Rangers were like middle school, high school, whereas Power Rangers were like seniors in high school. Yep. Well, and at, yeah. after an adventure, they got to go to the juice bar and Ernie would serve them, serve them up a, a, a smoothie or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Beetleborgs didn't have that. They didn't have that to oh. rely on to, to boost them up. Um, the Power Rangers, you know, had had a lot of benefits, had a lot of privilege there. Yeah. yeah. In standard New Mexico fashion, it was maybe a Jamba Juice mm-hmm. and the soft serve was always just super runny. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to New Mexico, but Dairy Queen, Jamba Juice, Anywhere that does a smoothie, like, forget it. Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen, man. Like, yep. Between the elevation being too high and the temperature being too high, it's just, no, not going to happen for you. Certainly not the same thing, but I, I think within the ballpark, Arizona, I got an orange Julius. And I was just like, this is just, oh, orange, yeah. this is just orange juice, except it's separated. <laughs> There's just a bunch of water yep. on top of some pulp. Yep. And then while I was walking, because I have a tan, some guy yelled a racial slur at me. <laughs> and you're just like, what? what is this, Arizona? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I love the I love the area of Arizona depending on the place where you're at because you know I'm in Idaho it's the same thing for Idaho like beautiful area and the reason why it's not moved into is because the people are garbage yeah (laughs) it tracks yeah (laughs) it just stays uninhabited the place is beautiful but we 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 protect it very very closely garbage people great potatoes Mm-hmm. Exactly. Most go to Russia, but that's well, not now. All the russet potatoes you want. Yeah. As of time of recording, we're we're still got the uh ban on on exporting goods over there. So yeah, we're we're having an anti an on potato shortage. A potato uh, surplus. Uh, yeah, that that would be the word. Yeah. 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 The word it's it. the, I just use it. 
it's the Reagan years of potatoes without the war on drugs. So, I mean, yeah, overall surplus of potatoes and that's what it means. Mm -hmm. So I I see it as a win personally. Shout out to throat goat, Nancy Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, that was um, unplanned viewers at home. That was, that was completely authentic. That was not planned. (laughs) And, and to that point, just just to you know, put it back out there. Even though Chuck is taking an indefinite hiatus uh, from Elite Eight Showdown, um, temporary that, indefinite hiatus. That challenge, Nancy Reagan, uh, is not on hiatus at all. Uh, mm-hmm. You you still need to prove yourself uh, to Big Chuck. Yeah. Um, also, one of the reviews I left for uh, the uh, uh, what was it? The Alice and Adriana show. Um, one of the ones I left on there, uh, Alienate Showdown, only place where you could go to listen to a seance where Chuck got deep throated by Nancy Reagan, mm-hmm. my throat goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? They haven't responded, probably because they're intimidated. Cowards. So I think that's <laughs> cowards. All right, give them one. Can you give them one? Buckos. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Consider the call of throne. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're never going to make it. This is going to be the longest episode in the lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle in, kids. It's going to be a long Saturday. <laughs> so, I mean, that was the thing was there, there's a there's a certain time frame, right? As a, as a child growing up watching Saturday morning cartoons where you start mm-hmm. sleeping in later because you're staying up playing video games or something like that. And then all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, Saturday morning cartoons do in fact end, and it's like at like 11 or 11.30. And if you're waking up at 10, whew, you're you're running out of time. Yeah, which is where syndication comes in, because that was when you could just like randomly catch, you know, Super Samurai Cyber Squad. (laughs) Yes. Uh, You just catch that at like a random six o'clock evening. Yeah. Well, And you're just like, oh. That was the thing, was uh, these shows were all so great to watch up until like the slightly older syndicated shows have come out like um like the simpsons it was pretty much like cartoons yeah. and action shows up until 6 six thirty, and then we got the simpsons until mm-hmm. you know jeopardy and wheel of fortune was on and if your mom was still working at the gas station you got to watch all of that with your dad like hell yeah and he was there with you from when everything opened with uh early on ninja ninja turtles came on when you first got home of course, you're not doing your homework because dad doesn't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. So he doesn't know what's going on at school. Does not so he's just like, oh, we're going to watch situation. Yeah. And like you said, you know, he was a he was a late teenager, you know, when Turtles first came out. So he's like, oh, sweet. Ninja Turtles. Dude, bud, check this out. And then you're like, OK, cool. And then you're watching all the way to Star Trek, baby. Yeah. At the very least, Walker, Texas Ranger mm. at night. Yeah. Like. You know, you, you could have a full day of television. If it's a Tuesday, oh, man, today's kids will never know. No, like, no, they won't. They'll never know the joy of getting home, throwing the backpack at the door, sitting in that couch and not moving except for, you know, garbage food to put in your mouth. Yep. Probably, pe- you know, pizza bagels. Oh, and <laughs> you could have pizza anytime <laughs> if it's on a bagel. Anytime in the morning, in the evening, yeah. supper time. It's almost as if when it was on the bagel, you could have it anytime. That yeah, that was my understanding. Like I, I've heard the rumors, uh-huh. I've experienced it even a little bit, but I don't think they ever officially said that though. It no. was just an understanding. Never, never once did I ever hear any whispers of that. It was just an understood <laughs> product. It was built in. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and here was always my favorite thing, uh, getting home and throwing your backpack and then immediately trying to do that, like, awkward jump onto the couch where you're also kicking your shoes off. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being able to time it so that you could hit the couch before the backpack hit the ground was oh, yeah. was really kind of the goal. I never reached it or achieved it, but one day I hope to. What else are you supposed to test your body to see if you've gotten your Spider-Man powers yet? Oh, actually, yeah. Like, outside yeah. going up the stairs on all fours mm-hmm. and shooting web every once in a while. Yeah, I think yeah. the couch is the only other place. Or at least just making sure, you know, you come in the back door on a Saturday and you just kind of look around and see if anyone's watching and they just kind of. Nope, uh, still hasn't come in yet. <laughs> just nope, gonna I was, try it out I was really bit. hoping this time. I was really hoping. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for me, for Power Rangers and Beetleborgs, um, there is kind of that little. I mean, this this is the mainstream versus the 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 knockoffs is not not what I'm shooting for here. But, well, you know, and they're both Saban like, yeah, it's and Saban was like, you know, a guy coming in from the cartel and just buying up everyone's business. Yeah. Like just running around like some kind of syndicated television, uh-huh. you know, Pac-Man just nom, 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 nom. <laughs> And then spitting them back all over television. Like, yeah. did you make these? Oh yeah, totally. These are all mine. I definitely created every last one. <laughs> you know what it might be like? It's like uh. cinnamon toast crunch and French toast crunch. Oh, there's a very clear winner. Both have a cinnamon base, but mm-hmm. they are, they are, they are different enough to, to, to be able to edge yeah. one out. Uh, over the other and, be, and because it's the early 90s and not the early or late 90s and not the early 2000s there's no hatred towards french products yet right so yeah yeah, free. So, yeah. yeah. So, so who are you thinking tim Who's so moving on? i'm thinking power rangers absolutely unequivocally because out mm. of the two also and this is actually really probably the deciding factor uh brian cranston uh was heavily featured mm-hmm. in uh the first season of power rangers and i'm, I'm a big brian cranston fan oh nice 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 that's that's I can live with that. Yeah. I can I can do with that. I always now that that's been announced, I'm also going to play out my my personal bias. I hated Beetleborgs as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I have always been a diehard fanboy of anything that I love. Yeah. If you if you give even the slightest valid criticism of anything that I love, I will dismember you verbally. Like I I, I will just go right at you and just like a just a pit bull. All right, so these could be some dangerous brackets coming up. (laughs) (laughs) They are. They are. Uh, Don't worry. They'll be a challenge, though. They they will be a challenge, but they will be. All right. Um, So with that said, next, it's going to be, obviously, they've been featured a lot. I think they're the promised candidate here. Mm -hmm. Ninja Turtles Mm. versus uh, another down-to-earth member of the streets, SWAT Cats. SWAT Cats. You know, I don't know if it was the same animation group, but SWAT Cats actually kind of had a Batman the Animated Series like style or vibe, or maybe it was just the eyes oh, yeah. being like red or uh, lighted out or whatever. But it was a stated point that their goal was for darkness and hyperviolence. That yeah. was their goal. Like that's what they were looking to achieve. Like from the mouth of the creator, introducing kids to the high octane 
big, big explosions pre like, this is what yeah. prepped us for Michael Bay films. Yeah. Like, this is what got us gassed up for it. Like, Oh yeah. Transformers blowing people up. Bumblebee pees on a guy. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That was the short list that Michael Bay wanted to achieve. He's like, ah, Megan Fox probably, uh, but I need a robot to pee on somebody, please. Otherwise, I'm gone. By the way, Megan Megan Fox's movie where she's hunting the lions, it's like Ghost in the Darkness meets uh, insert any really bad modern combat movie. Um, Not that bad, actually. Okay. Really good. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It's like, that's not Prey. That's a video game. We'll have to look it up. Hunted or something like that. Megan Fox, Lions, type it into Google. Worth a watch for the laugh. Um, and she's actually, when they give her, she actually was a pretty good badass in that movie. I liked her. I so, liked her character. So, and that's what I've heard is that when she's actually given a legitimate role, that's not just supposed to be there for, you know, background. Uh, she actually shows mm-hmm. up a little bit. Um, oh, I, I'd agree. It was, it was good. I liked it. Uh, so this one's actually a little tough for me. I think Ninja Turtles is going to be kind of a, a clear favorite because it's so, I mean, it's Ninja Turtles, right? Like, especially this new uh, beat-em-up just came out. That was stellar, like super, oh, yeah. super good. It's, it's all they're talking about in the Discord, which, by the way, Professional Casual Network, who we were not be a part of any longer. Not um, part of them. No more. But if you want to see what all the latest talk is, I definitely go and join it. That's what I do. I mean, I did. I, I played. I paid my yearly subscription, and then Chuck announced that he's leaving. So that's wonderful. But you know, he was <laughs> waiting for for that actually specifically. He's like, I just, uh-huh. I, I just feel like I feel like Kiss Mashing is just going to unsub <laughs> if if I do this. So I told him so that lock in that price. Yeah. Yep. Um, drop his yearly subs and then just stop posting content like all my favorite OnlyFans creators. <laughs> What's the sub for if I got to pay for all this other stuff that you're not even posting anyway? Exactly. Now it's unlockables and it's just, this is garbage. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. what the point, but you know what? Shout out to the creators. Those, those ladies deserve it. But here's my thing. Your bias shows because you're going to tell me mm-hmm. that some moody, some moody teenage, you know, swan cats wielding guys are going to go up against SWAT cats, cats who have made a jet granted out of junk, but still they have made a fully functioning jet with multiple weapon systems. I'm pretty sure there was a laser at one point, like a big one too, mm-hmm. like a star destroyer laser on there. Yeah. Dumps the shark giant earth destroying laser on there. Um, by the way, completely missed opportunity cats flying, you know, F 16s, Tom Cat was there. Yeah. It was right there in their face. Yep. And I get it. This is pre ACAB, but mm-hmm. still SWAT cats. They weren't even cops anymore. Like right. episode one, you're like, oh, cats that are cops that fly a jet. And then they're like, you're fired from the police force. We're taking your jet away. And they're like, I feel like I was misled. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's just now it's just cats. And then your mom comes out and like, that's right, baby. Two hours uncut. Put it in. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, I have to watch cats. The Broadway musical. Oh, and it's the butthole version, too. Oh, and it's the butthole version. Um, the human one, because back then they didn't have CGI. They just had to let the actors put their buttholes out. Correct. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Just pinnacle of art. Yeah, we've come a long way. <laughs> 
Um, so I don't necessarily disagree. I, 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 listen, I, I, I'm really good at hiding my bi- hiding my bias. Incredibly very, oh, hiding your very good. Oh, yeah. very good. No, yeah. I'm not good at that at all. Check out my Society OnlyFans. Society rewards that behavior, but, though. But, <laughs> Check out my OnlyFans. But here's the thing. Uh, this is what's the actual name of this bracket? So this is first off, good on you for pulling this out of me already. But what what I need I need a clear sentence that defines what what we're defining here today. That's a match. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Because I was gonna say, if this was the greatest uh, '90s SmackDown show of all time, that's one thing. But oh, oh I, I see the confusion. No, it was a SmackDown between all the characters, which is why I said Batman would just have enough time to prep. He would kill most of them, okay. keep the youngest member, probably one of the Beetleborgs, yep, and turn them into a replacement for Robin, which he probably sacrificed. Okay, probably to bring down the SWAT cats, honestly, because mm-hmm. it's it's the Bat plane can only do so much against you know an F sixteen right from junk. So, so, all right. So you're right. So I, I'm very glad I asked that because quite frankly, um, the Ninja Turtles aren't going to do fucking shit against the SWAT cats. Uh, they could be hiding out on a rooftop or something. And I can just see it right now. That jet slowly coming up behind them as they're like staked mm-hmm. out or whatever. I mean, they're, they're just, they're blown out of the water. They're blown out of the water, back into the sewer and then back out of the sewer again. You, okay, so what if we implement? Um, now I'm now I'm brain farting. You'll have to remind me of his name. The hockey player, Casey Jones. Casey Jones, because he's like Casey Jones is essentially the Shaggy of the Ninja Turtles universe. <laughs> Things are bad. Like, yeah. Sh- yeah, shit's gonna be bad, and they're like, oh no. And then Casey Jones comes out of nowhere and like slams a bottle of Jack Daniels, throws <laughs> the hockey mask down, and like has his sharpened stick that's been turned into a samurai blade, like hockey yeah. stick. And he just like literally, quite literally, murders the footpads. Just murders them. Just yeah. <laughs> kills them. Yeah. Well, I don't and- care if they don't show it. A a hockey stick with a you know skate on the end of it that's mm-hmm. been sharpened. Yeah, no, they're sliced jugulars. They're yeah. those guys aren't getting up. No. No, <laughs> and especially after the fourth time his girlfriend uh keeps getting hit on by a bunch of turtles and then he contracts salmonella somehow. Yeah, he's absolutely yeah. gonna go that oh, way no. eventually. Angry. Um angry, so mad. Though I kind of wouldn't hate to see like a Street Fighter 2 bonus level of Casey Jones mm-hmm. just trying to beat the shit out of the SWAT cats. Uh yeah. oh SWAT jet. Cats, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I would like to see it, but oh, because you know, somehow he's throwing hockey pucks out of the stick, like somehow. Yeah, because it's a 90s game, mm-hmm. and they're just like, mm-hmm. what do we have him do for his range combat? They're like, Oh, he shoots hockey pucks. Well, that doesn't really make he shoots hockey pucks. Oh, okay, yeah, that, that works. <laughs> And then you, as a stupid ass kid, because the internet hasn't been invented yet, you're like, oh man, oh, he shoots hockey pucks? That yeah. makes so much sense. I love it. You know, so I I I definitely see a trick shot. He yeah. lifts up the mask, right? He sees the jet coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't say anything because Casey Jones is not a one-liner guy. Nope. He just he just does something like you know, he spits out his, his last seed or whatever that he's been chewing on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you know what? It's it's probably a dip pouch. Let's I, yeah, I was gonna it's say, it's, yeah, bare minimum, it's <laughs> like a zine or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's something in the bottom Spits lip. Out. Yeah, 
spits out the dip pouch and then puts the hockey mask down. You know, his very overly saturated with sweat dreads are just yeah. hanging out the back, his luscious locks. And then he flips the stick and hits the puck and it like goes straight into one of the engines and it just comes down and mm. blasts into flames. So we know that's possible, right? Yeah. That's that's essentially canon now. We just canonize that. <laughs> you heard it here so, first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, so... Uh, is he on the team or is it just the turtles? There's one way the turtles win. Yeah. Yeah. And it's by calling in a contractor. And yep. I, so like, do nothing I, more American. I, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> than or by calling a contractor. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing on the bracket. I'm looking at it right now. It says Ninja Turtles. And I, I guess I don't define Casey Jones as a Ninja Turtle. Okay. All right. That I I think that's fair. We can roll with that. So he's I, definitely I, coming to avenge them in a, in a future episode. Oh, though, so. absolutely. In a definitely. in a later bracket, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. putting he's yeah. putting their Casey blood does. in their gas tank for them. But oh yeah. But I think SWAT cats has got to take it. If 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 this is a smackdown, then the SWAT cats are going to be smacking down. Yeah, definitely. They're I, they're I'm vigilantes like with actual experience. If it's if it's too hot for the internet, we'll just flag it. Oh, yeah, you know, flag it now. Go for they it. They wake up in the morning. They wake up in the morning. They get up. They do their cat stretch. They air out their buttholes. Mm-hmm. Take a shit in the box, and they cop inside their jets, and they say, "Who's our target?" And they're gonna be like, "Well, we've got pins, drugs, criminals, and there's this collection of individual minority that we could just go murder, and they're turtles." And they're like, "Okay, here, sold, roll." <laughs> In the jet, <laughs> off we go. There you go, Chuck. I got a lead showdown canceled for you. Aww. <laughs> We're canceled now. Um, no, I think that one's <sighs> fine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. certainly, certainly SWAT cats there moving on. Cats are bastards. <laughs> they really are. That's, oh, that's what I thought it stood for this whole time. I was like, man, people really got hard ons against cats all of yeah. a sudden. But wow, man, don't blame them. But, you know, hey, it's what, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cats, mice. Yes. And that is because this bracket is street sharks Ooh. versus biker mice for biker mice from Mars. So. Once again, great match. This is a dirty back alley brawl. It is. It is. This is the winners win, the losers bleed out. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. (laughs) Or excuse me, yeah, losers lose, losers die, winners bleed out. Sorry, that. (laughs) And listen, I I was a huge fan of both of these shows, and they were great. But here's the thing: Street Sharks only have uh, one set of wheels, and it's on the Tiger Shark's feet. The biker mice, however, Mm -hmm. uh. Oh, this is rough. Uh, sharks, obvious advantage, right? Like out of the gate. Yeah. But these mice are, in fact, bikers and mm-hmm. they're from Mars. And they're from Mars. And hot girlfriends. And hot At girlfriends. At least hot enemies. Yeah. yeah. I don't even really Natural remember. enemies of the cat. Oh, actually, very much so. Mm-hmm. so they've got, there's there there may be blood on the bracket that the street, street sharks can smell, yeah. but the mice, they got a taste for it. They want it. They do. Well, and they'll run blind right into it, baby. 
And as far as like uh, villains and rogue galleries go, I think the biker mice from Mars actually had some legitimate threats pretty constantly. As far as street sharks go, wasn't it just like Lex Luthor with a fishbowl? Yeah, essentially. It was a lot like Mighty Ducks. Like yeah. some would say it's a Mighty Ducks ripoff. Because, uh, you know, Disney had theirs and then um, uh, USA Network needed something to match. Or at least that's oh. what Chuck told me when I was studying for this. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, if he listens to this, he's going to be like, you motherfucker, you just took that from what I told you. <laughs> But, well, listen, uh, when the Discord turns on you and saying that's wrong information, uh, now you can treat him oh, like Joe Gennaro and reanimate his corpse. You know, you know how I roll it. No amount of facts are going to derail me from winning an argument, period. How dare you worry. bring the truth yeah. into this? Uh huh. Yeah, I was uh, I was a non-commissioned officer for the man. I was part of the Fed. Yeah. Like, if there's anyone that can just let facts bounce off of them and continue to just. <laughs> spew bullshit at you until you accept it as fact Mm -hmm. or you know justifying two wars then i'm gonna do it and it's gonna be okay (laughs) you're gonna like it you're gonna like it baby (laughs) just say yeah huh so and then in my retirement i'll just paint pictures bad pictures of people and everyone will completely forget that i'm responsible for those you know wars You, you give a on. piece of candy, <laughs> give a piece of candy to Michelle Obama, and all of a sudden you're a nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, little little bad picture of Putin, little butterscotch to Michelle, and pow, uh-huh. all's forgiven. Nah. All is forgiven. Now everyone's calling you, you know, an uncle. You know, you're almost an honorary uncle at that point. It's like, oh, you know, he he oh, just did his cool. thing. Yeah, he's it's all right. Isn't that nice? He's doing something productive. Yes. Look at that. He's channeling art. The hundreds of thousands of veterans who now have PTSD because of him. <laughs> but, you know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's let's bring things back up. Yeah. Let's make things nice. Uh, street sharks, spiker mice. I mean, back back alley brawl. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Knives with chains, nails. It's well, it's going to be pretty rough. And that's that's the thing, right? So I, I feel like. The street sharks, uh, obviously a little intimidating. As far as technical skill, I feel like the biker mice are a lot more used to and have a lot more experience in back alley brawls. The street sharks, not as much. Yeah. Clear physical specimens. Mm-hmm. And I think a single mistake from a, uh, a biker, mic, biker mice from Mars could prove fatal. But I think going oh, into it, I, I'm favoring the biker mice from Mars, just assuming that not everyone's getting out on both sides alive. Uh, so mm-hmm. the, there will be some casualties, but I don't know. I feel like biker mice from Mars pull this only because I remember street sharks match up of four biker mice, team of three, team of three. Somebody has got to pull double duty. Yeah. Unless yeah. they bring their girlfriends in to do that typical biker chick, jump on the guy's back and, you know, monkey fist them. Oh yeah. Unless they bring in the girlfriends to do that. Mm-hmm. And then the, and then the shark's got to like grab her by her hair and flip her over the top of them. And then she's like, Oh, you broke my nose. You ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not, there's not, I guess there's not a whole lot of room in a back alley bro, uh, fight for, for the bikes to be there and to be useful. Like you're not, not, not to be too useful. Yeah. Not unless they're chasing them down to the alley, but that's got some, 
real down south implications that I don't like. So let's say it starts in the That's in true. the alley and See? just kind of erupts like like sharks versus uh, jets kind of thing. Yes. Uh, you know, snapping fingers, doing some dancing, and then, you know, step, step, step. <laughs> so, yeah, so, ah, dude, this is this one's rough. Uh, once again, I feel biker mice from Mars. They probably have, they, they have chains, they have knives, they have weapons. I don't think the, the street sharks are using that. So, maybe initially, biker mice have pull an early advantage, but mm-hmm. I don't think you're, I don't think you're wearing down the street sharks Oh no, they're, they're apex predators. Yeah. Yeah. And seven rows of teeth. So that's, they've got that going for them. That's true. Their skin's practically chainmail. So most of the weapons that the biker mice use are going to be useless against them. Yep. Yep. I, I think I'm going to have to agree. It's going to look pretty bad at first, and people are going to be like, why do we even show up to this? But then after a while, yeah. the blood's going to settle, and you're going to realize most of it belongs to a mouse. Yeah, it does. <laughs> nope. I agree. Yeah. And, and that yeah. little weird tentacle thing that was watching from a garbage can. Yeah, but but yeah, I think street sharks have it. I think you're right. Okay, they're they're mouse girlfriends who I definitely believe are 100 percent responsible for my furry thing. Um, <laughs> they'll, they'll give them a proper burial. Shout out to Dan. <laughs> but shout out to Dan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the show finally got canceled. You know. Yes, it did. So for those of you who aren't members of the Discord, you should definitely become members because you could have seen uh, Quinn and I uh, discovered a very, very deeply rooted and apparent um, scheme going on by Dan. Mm. And we realized that he is behind everything that is bad that has happened to the Elite Eight Showdown. It's true. And the PCN network as a whole. It's true. Um, So believe me, people, the Dancel culture is coming for you next. It is. Listen, you you're going to you're going to think it's all cool. And then all of a sudden, Dan is going to post a horse based TikTok on your page and you're going to get flagged and taken mm-hmm. down. And you're like, what? I don't even understand. I, and he'll play I dumb to anything. it. I just yep. he'll be like, I don't know what happened. It's just a horse. Yeah. Yep. I TikTok still up. Whatever you're doing, that's the problem. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Street Sharks moving on. Street Sharks moving on. All right. So next up, that means we've got this one. Bracket number four. Yeah. Bracket number four. You've got... uh, uh, Now, this is the old old ponies here. Okay. So this this is the old mare coming in at the very end. Not as big, but we definitely remember, especially if you had cable, you had a little bit of that Cartoon Network action. Maybe in between commercials, you jumped over... And you're like, oh, fuck, Johnny Quest is on again. Just change it back. Like, just just go back. <laughs> what the fuck do we even have Johnny Quest and Godzilla at this point? Yeah. And then you jump back over. And, but eventually you land on this gem that the, our older patrons will definitely enjoy and listeners. Mm-hmm. That's Thundercats. Yeah. Yep. And they're going up against a favorite uh, for those of us who now just want to rage against the machine because this taught, taught us that we had a chance of defeating corporate America. And that's Captain Planet. <laughs> I forgot that really instilled the distrust of corporations pretty young. It did, But it doesn't help the fact that Captain Planet had stories like all the water corporations are going to get together and poison the drinking water till everyone has to pay exorbitant prices for their bottled water. Mm-hmm. When shit like that is happening in real life and yeah. it happened on Captain Planet first, 
not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that the that the pig bad guy's name was actually just Nestle. I completely forgot. That. <laughs> yeah, Nestle. Um, there was a mutated baby, I think, that went by uh, EM, short for that. I don't know. I'll let you decide what that stood for. <laughs> really big in cars and uh, pictures that you couldn't hold. But um, anyways, so. <laughs> Um, so oddly enough, I was actually pretty familiar with both of these. Uh, and I do feel, I mean, granted it was like college humor or something that put it out years later with Don Cheadle as Captain Planet and just being like, oh, yeah. you know what? You mm-hmm. fucked up. Everyone's trees now. Like it was yep, really and, solid. And he just leaves the kid who plays heart is the only one he doesn't murder. Cause yep. he's, <laughs> yeah. Cause he's like, he's like, you're indigenous. These people wronged you. But then he becomes like this trophy that's just being tortured and he wants to die. Yeah. <laughs> awful horrible so this and this is yeah this is kind of a hard matchup right because this is just captain planet against the thundercat so it's one on what five or six or are we including all the planeteers in this as well you know for i almost feel like if we involve the planeteers the thundercats are the ones who are getting it in right because now if we involve everybody that's from the planeteers now we've got Natural disaster, earthquakes, like Lino's got to do that entire montage to get the power within the sword. Yep. And that's completely fucked up because while his pillar that's lifting him up is going up, Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, his Cialis is completely wrecked. Like it just cracks in half and opens up and he falls down because, you know, Earth is just going (laughs) to and... And water comes out, you know how much cats hate water. That's actually super true. Very true. Uh Uh-huh. Um, They'll have a 12 second warning system, though, because right before the water strikes, you'll definitely hear an earth shattering snarf <laughs> <laughs> and they'll make it all worth it. Honestly, Yeah. <laughs> well, um, but because I almost thought Captain Planet by himself, no planeteers against the Thundercats mm-hmm. is probably solid, pretty solid matchup. Right. You have one yeah. incredibly powerful being against a handful a team or a collective of some moderately powered but mostly just experienced people yeah um which yeah i feel like in both situations eventually i think you give it to captain planet um but if the planeteers are there he's got them yeah yeah i mean nigh vulnerable um Mm -hmm. and i think the thundercast only chance is in fact if the planeteers are involved first because if they take one down, then Captain Planet's not coming out, right? Yeah, he's no. Yep. So he's he's, he's done. They, it's about stopping the war before it happens. Correct. I got to take one of them out. Yeah. And I, I think as far as a subterfuge and assassinations, the Thundercats certainly have a clear advantage there. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mo- mainly because you can't hear them coming, right? They're you can't. nocturnal. Pads on their feet. Correct. Pads mm-hmm. on their feet. They're nocturnal. Um, and dude. Panthro will straight up murk Wheeler. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. saw him on a street, mm-hmm. like there's, there's no contest there yeah. whatsoever, but yeah. And then even if they do get captain planet out, Chitara also shout out furry tendencies. Um, she'll just seduce him and keep him distracted long enough Correct. to where they can murk whoever is needs left to be taken out. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's, it's no contest. And you know, those corporate bastards, those shills. Yeah. They're going to get wind of what's happening and they're going to jump in. And before you know it, Nestle is going to be, you yeah. know, greasing up their rings, keeping them from, you know, being able to put them on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to be bad. Yeah. Like it's just going to. Well, and I think that's the thing too, is right. As soon as, as soon as uh pig guy or lady with 
white stripe in her hair, like find out that this is going on. They're going to pile on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a, a th- Captain Planet is going to get a Buffalo punch from a pig man out of nowhere while trying to mm-hmm. fight off the Thundercats. And granted, yeah, you're right. Lino is going to take a hot minute to even get yeah. going. But the so are the planet here. This isn't even their planet. Right. Oh, they, they yeah. have no, they, they've got nothing to, they don't care. Like this might as well be a, a mining claim to them for all they know. Like they don't care. Uh, yeah. They're actually, just, legitimately. Yep. Um, huh. I don't know. I don't, I don't like saying either one of these. Cause I feel like either have a clear shot. That's just all based on, on where the fight is. If this is a back alley brawl, I think Thundercats take it because they're taking them down before they're able to go through their monologue of summoning Captain Planet. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because they got to get it all together. Correct. And the only one that needs to do it for the Thundercats is Lionel. Now, mm-hmm. granted, we're talking arena based where there's there's certainly some time to move in between hand. You know, if both teams get their big power move off, there's big summon. They do power up the sword and they yeah. summon Captain Planet. Then I think Captain Planet. Well, it's it. it's definitely less Mortal Kombat and more Soul Calibur at that point. If we're yeah. in an arena, it's not so much setting yourself up for the big hit like Mortal Kombat is. It's like just as soon as the, the match kicks off, just button mashing in the background. That's all that you hear. Yep. And they're just trying to get their one combo off as fast as possible build before their, the other guy gets it off first. Yep, build like, their super bar so they can use the level three super and exactly, just wipe the just board. Right away, just back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. When you hear mashing of buttons and the bar just piles up in the top and you're just yeah. like, when is this going to bright flash? Oh, shit, it's over. <laughs> what even <laughs> happened? So dumb. So I think I'm never I will... buying a soul, soul caliber again. <laughs> Stop guard impacting. It's so stupid. Yeah. I'm playing Astroth and you're using nunchucks. You shouldn't be able to guard impact that. <laughs> but it was a big maxi main here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think I will give it to Thundercats and that in the arena setting, they are kind of evenly matched based on who gets the ult off first, but in a back alley brawl, listen, those those teenage kids are just gonna get trucked. Oh yeah, trucked by the uh, by first the Thundercats. Off, first off, half the team is waspy, so yep. just being in the back alley that's yep. gonna traumatize them. They're mm-hmm. gonna be scared about getting mud. They're yeah. gonna be yelling at homeless guys, "Get away from me!" Yeah, they're like, gonna be trying to get on their phone to order an Uber because they've had four yeah. Mick Ultras and they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yep, because let's face it, those two, I, I, I believe Earth and Heart are in the right place, but. Water and fire, no, no. like the, it was all for the clout. It was always for Correct. the clout. Yep, it was I for mean, the gram. Just, from the from the yep, start, it was always for the gram mm-hmm. and the TikToks. Yep, yep, and that's going to be their undoing because they're not going to be able to know how to fight. Correct. And yep, yep, and the cats are going to take them apart limb for limb, limb for so, limb. That brings us to our first semifinal bracket. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Hopping the way back here, Mr. Peabody. Power Rangers <laughs> versus SWAT Cats. I like this. I, so mm-hmm. similar to the last one, you know, even if they get the, the Megazord out, listen, SWAT Cats still kind of have a little bit of a fighting chance. It's pretty heavily weighted at that point if the Megazord does come mm-hmm. out. But from the start, I mean, there's no SWAT Cats that aren't in a vehicle that can literally blow up teenagers at any moment. If yeah, and if we're doing this back to back, even if we do it back to back, the SWAT cats probably only had to use their Gao Avenger cannon on the Ninja Turtles. Right. It was probably like they didn't even have to bust out any munitions. Correct. 
the Tomcat, like you've got two 500 pound bombs. You've got like at least oh, six yeah. JDAMs. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen one of those live leak videos of where they drop a JDAM on a bunker, but ain't no teenagers crawling out of that. Let me yeah. tell you what, <laughs> like yeah. that's not going to happen. They're, they're not walking away from that one. So they still got their full round of munitions. If they get the Megazord out, SWAT cats are going to be able to pick off the pterodactyl mm-hmm. before it mounts. Yep. And then their entire cockpit is exposed. Yes. Yep. And they're down one team member. And yeah, and it's one of those things similar to the Thundercats and Captain Planet, right? If you take out a single Power Ranger before they get to like their penultimate or actual ultimate state, um, Mm -hmm. you've effectively won at that point. It's it's yeah. There's like two season finales, the two seasons of Mighty Morphin that existed. Like it all the the penultimate of it was teamwork. Yeah. So you can't tell me that you take out one team member. A we know from experience, like even when the Green Ranger was a bad guy. They beat him up too hard, and they were like, oh, no, maybe he doesn't deserve this. Like, yeah. that's all it takes. Taking out a team member for real, for realsies, them going away, being dead, especially well, the Pink Ranger, Kimberly. Correct. The glue to that family. Yep. Like, Yep. Well, and, too, when you think about that, you know, you, you, once again, you're talking about a bunch of teenagers that are used to fighting, you know, maybe a large, monstrous fruitcake that... Yeah, someone put into a machine made out of clay and turned it into a monster. Or they are fighting three, highly trained individuals. Yeah, and or you know three beetle themed underclassmen. Like, Correct. You know, yeah. Now we're going from beating up underclassmen and sticking them on top of you know the vending machine mm-hmm. to now all of a sudden the SRO shows up and just beats the holy shit out of the football player. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> you know and starts calling the football player by his wife's name. That's not good. <laughs> Oh, things are about to get real bad. (laughs) Coach lost it again. Yeah. yeah. So I think I do get, I think this one might make Chuck a little upset, but I do think that, I mean, we've made the the terms very clear. And I do think that the SWAT cats come out harder from the start and, Mm. you know, very legitimately have, um, have the ability to turn Angel Grove into, uh, you know, an angel angel crater. Yeah. Yeah. So and now there's beef to play because without the headquarters for the Power Rangers, we don't get the music video for Dope Show by Marilyn Manson. That's very true. That is incredibly so. accurate. That <laughs> there are few things that have popped up on like pop up video that I remember, and that is one of them. I mm-hmm. wow, there's a whole lot of information flooding back into my brain with that. Oh, yeah. with that scab being picked off. Let me tell you something, Gen Zers. You haven't been mentally scarred until you've just seen on repeat Marilyn Manson with prosthetics just on 24-7 loop, looking like a dead body. Yeah. Uh, intermixed with your cultural icon of Power Rangers. And, mm-hmm. you know, you like the music. You don't understand what's wrong with the guy who looks kind of dead. Yeah. But now your mom's yelling at the TV because, you know, you're looking at something disgusting, according to her. And then you're just watching Power Rangers and it cuts to the main to the main building. And now you're getting you're getting hit with the belt because you're watching the Maryland. <laughs> and I don't know if that's specific for anyone else other than me, but it's pretty specific for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Elite Eight Showdown has ever been one thing, it's about being able to laugh at your trauma in a very public oh, setting. Yeah, early, yes. So yes, fuck. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, SWAT cats. So we're giving this one to SWAT cats. We're giving this one yeah. to SWAT cats. Okay. 
I didn't think they were going to make it this far, Tim. You know, you brought up some good challenges here. Once, once again, if if the bracket and the theme is clearly defined, you know, sometimes sometimes you'll get uh, get some shockers. It'll it'll flip your perspective a little bit because you're putting it into the context which it should be put into. That's true. That is very true. So next semifinal bracket, we've got Street Sharks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, one yeah, one last little thing uh, as far as Power Rangers versus SWAT Cats. Yes. Bulk and Skull are getting in that jet at some point. <laughs> they are. They are. In fact, they could have turned. Okay, we got to go back. I am, I am undoing all of this because you have, if Bulk and Skull get involved in this. Here's the thing. I now, think that's what actually takes out one of the Power Rangers so they can't get into the Megazord. They accidentally concuss Kimberly <laughs> and the whole team falls apart. They're but trying to bring the they're trying to bring it to like a drive through a drive in movie or something like that. And it just it goes awry. But now if Bulk and Skull are in the mix between the Power Rangers, though, now SWAT cats have a conf- conflict of interests because Bulk and Skull, as pointed out by Chuck and Discord, teenage burnouts who are probably in the cop explorer program, the SWAT cats know them. The SWAT yeah. cats are helping train them right now. So these are future prospective officers here. That is true. So, here's, here's the thing. Because though. canonically, Bulk and Skull become cops. They do. So, they do. I'm just saying. Here's the thing, though. I think, and and maybe this, maybe I'm giving more credit here than 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 I should. But I see the SWAT cats being like, no, absolutely not. Oh and, yeah, just and mission not, first. <laughs> yeah, and just beating the fucking bricks off of them to make sure that they cannot, in fact, uh, join a force which they were removed from. That's true. They're, they've got they've got a chip on them. They've got a big chip. Yeah. Because once they dock back, the payload of the jet may be, may be empty, mm-hmm. but the high-powered rifle, loaded. Correct. <laughs> ready, to go, Correct. ready to climb the highest tower. <laughs> <laughs> also, could you imagine the smell inside that jet after bulk was oh, in yeah, there for any just, amount of time? Mm-hmm. It's like Vader just, in that TIE fighter for three yeah. weeks. It's just not, Tuna, not good. Tuna, nasty asshole, and whatever the thunder ca- or whatever the SWAT cats smell like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ammonia. <laughs> but- yeah. Ammonia. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think I, I, I like the idea of Vulcan Skull intervening. I just don't think it's going to help the Power Rangers in any way, shape, or form. Oh, no. Okay. Nothing but a hindrance. And the SWAT cats will definitely sacrifice them. So, <laughs> yes. Okay. Without yeah, a second dead. thought. Mm hmm. All right. Okay. Well, that was a good point, though. I'm glad that got brought up. Different factors came in. So next in my final bracket, Street Sharks, Thundercats. Hmm. We're not going to figure out this one now. So, so, yeah. Street Sharks, no powers besides being fucking sharks on skates. Right. I don't think that was part of their slogan at all, by the way. I, I, don't. I, I think I just I think I just coined that. I think that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, my, my the only thing I remember as far as like canon slogans that the Street Sharks uh, had was one of us looks sideways because uh, the hammerhead has the no eyes in the front yeah. of his face. But oh, definitely. So this is the question, though. What type of sharks were they canonically? Were they great whites? Well, there was a, there was uh, the one on the rollerblades was a tiger shark. There was That's a hammerhead. Um, mm-hmm. There was a there was a great white. And the fourth was a fourth type of shark. Probably a bull shark because yeah. they are scary. Yep. Yeah. Freshwater, saltwater, eat each other in the womb. That tracks. 
Like the one hardcore member. Yeah. <laughs> right. What if like the goblin shark <laughs> with that, you know, uh, um, ironing board coming off the yeah. top of his head and just an absolutely mm-hmm. broken face. But yeah, it was probably something a little bit more palatable. Probably, probably straight edge. Cause there's only one, one thing more time than a person that's hardcore. And that's one that you can never catch off guard. Cause they don't drink smoke or do any drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but do, do the Thundercats have weapons that could, actually do damage here i think it was a lot like he-man where it was just this obscure sci-fi vehicles but never any weapons maybe a side character had like some kind of pistol yeah but i'm pretty sure it was like you know it was a weird mix of superman gi joe and uh who i just said what did I, and he-man where it was just like episode by episode there were new obscure tools but there's one thing you'd always count on that's Lionel. Yeah. And his, you know, his sword thing. I, yeah. I I personally, I don't know. I could never get into Thundercats besides Chitara. Same. Aside Same. from those paused moments. Wait, you got into Chitara? Chitara? First off, <laughs> props, man. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All I could ever pull was schnarf. <laughs> that, you know, that happened one or two times. Yeah. Uh, it was a learning experience not to stop pausing on snarf, but it was just a learning experience <laughs> about myself and what I liked and what I was into. Right. Um, right. So I, I just don't, I don't know. Uh, aside from the snarf and te- Chitara TiVo aspect, I just wasn't really into it too much. I yeah. just, so I, I'm at a, I'm at a, at a, you know, lack for being able to really vouch for them, but for street sharks, I don't know, man. Watching sharks play hockey was really fucking cool. It was. I don't know why. And hockey and crime. And it's just. And if they're playing on the streets, they have the home field advantage. That's it doesn't matter true. what streets. Yep. If they're streets, you're not going to call yourself street sharks. Correct. If the streets aren't your domain. Right. Just like you're not going to ask. You get into a fight with a shark who wins. You're not going to ask, well, is it the Indian Ocean or is it the. No, you're just going to be like, oh, fuck a shark in the water. Yeah. Like. Same yeah. thing with street sharks in the streets. You're not worried about what streets. Insanely. You just know point. they have the advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all you know. It, it becomes it becomes their natural habitat, which is exactly yeah. where you don't want to be when fighting them. And unlike yep. Thundercats going up against Captain Planet, where Thundercats can absolutely get an ambush drop in a back alley against a bunch of teenagers. Mm-hmm. But even if they do get the ambush on the street sharks, are they? I'm not even sure they're going to be able to do damage. Street sharks yeah, well, pretty heavily resistant to blunt force trauma, and most of the weapons of the Thundercats outside of Lionel's swords were all rope based. It was bolas and a whip. That was it. Yep. Yep. And and sharks are super powerful. They've yeah. got razor teeth. Mm-hmm. They don't have any real bones. So even if you do bolus their legs, he's just going to bend over sideways or backwards and yeah. use one of rows of teeth to rip it right apart correct he's also and, rollerblading and if you if you tie his yeah. legs together he's still rollerblading it just becomes exactly. one he's big rollerblade blade. yeah which you know might as well be in the ocean at that point right and it's just it i don't know and lionel will have to do his power-up move for each individual shark yeah. whereas before it was against captain planet or one of the members and then the rest of the teens were somewhat dwindling in uselessness until you got to the last one mm-hmm. probably heart uh, <laughs> and and yeah, and he, it's a mercy. You you leave him alive. Uh, you already he's won. Crying. The day the day is won. It's fine. You can yeah. let him go. But yeah, he's crying. He's used his power to get some small woodland creature to comfort him. Yeah. While he waits for your final blow with his eyes closed tightly, mm-hmm. uh, cuddling his new friend, yeah. and that's it. You end it for him. 
unless you're Batman, then you adopt him as the new Dick Grayson. Correct. But, (laughs) 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 But so I think and the street sharks especially the bull shark he ate one of his siblings in the womb yeah. you think he's gonna give a damn that's the laws of nature baby mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sink or swim literally because we're sharks correct so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and in the case of the great white stop swimming die yeah so it's just one of those things where they're ready they're ready for any of them to die at any point mm-hmm. they from the streets they're on the streets yeah they're ready to sacrifice. They're not going to stop fighting until the end. Yeah. Um, no bones to break. No sleep and, to be slept. Uh, yep. And once they get that blood in their mouth for every last one of those species, especially the hammerhead shark, mm-hmm. and A, they're not getting the drop on the hammerhead shark. Because oh, he's yeah. got all those extra sensors in there that work like sonar. He sees them coming from a mile away. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Like, and sharks, incredibly good sense of smell. Uh, cats, uh, yeah. notorious for smelling like cat piss. So yes, all the time. And you only ever see them in one change of clothes. So you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. So I, yeah, I think street sharks are the clear winner here. Very clear. Yeah, winner. I'm, I'm, I'm going with street sharks as well. That's, that's, that was a mercy killing. I'm not the matchup I thought was going to end in a mercy kill. No, yeah. no, I did not see that coming on any day of the week. I did not see Thundercats losing to a bunch of fish. I'm sorry, but it's not- <laughs> <laughs> well, and I like the way you set up the bracket, too, because the Thundercats, if they won their bracket, were going up either against fish or mice. Yep. They had to feel good going into that mm-hmm. until they well, got I tried a to huge set that up. fist. Yeah. And even if they were, even if that wasn't going to be the case, it was going to be SWAT cats yeah. versus mice. Yep. Biker mice. Yeah. And yeah. in both of their universes, both with SWAT cats, they had enemies that were mice. Their main guy was a big giant red cat though uh and also biker mice from mars their primary enemy arguably the the actual swat cats (laughs) 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 because the biker mice were up against a totalitarian government of cats that were oppressing them violently Mm -hmm. which is pretty much what swat cats the government that they were defending was yeah um so I'm pretty sure Biker Mice from Mars was made as a Green Party fuck you to SWAT cat. <laughs> uh, so moving on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> that is the final bracket. The finalist bracket. I'm not good at brackets. Semifinals. The second is semifinal the semi- bracket. Yeah. Second semifinal brackets. That is SWAT cats versus the street sharks. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, this. Th- I'm sorry. Yes, uh, that was the sem. Sec- mm-hmm. Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> it's it's been hard since Chuck left us. Yeah, it really has. You yeah. know, even I, though I haven't heard that final episode yet at time of recording, it I've taken it very hard. I just know it's coming. I don't know if I'll listen to it. I may be like his soured widow who just stares oh. at the window every day holding the recording in my hand yeah thinking about playing it but never playing it and then next once to the balcony crashed, with the moon in the background outside yeah. you know uh, above the ocean and i'll just, think about uh, and i'll think about all those times me and chuck were under the blankets and the white sheet was just glowing over the top of him mm-hmm. exposing his wonderful form and his enormous <laughs> cock and <laughs> i'll just think about the fact that you know all those good times and i won't be willing to listen to the final message but then as i'm about to fight the alpha male wolf and i'm you know taping beer bottles to my hands and stuff mm-hmm. i'll then listen to the message right before that and then it'll inspire me 
to die anyways because I'm fighting a wolf with beer bottles. Yep. <laughs> I, I see that too. That's, that's how I think you, you get that glass on your knuckles and you size up against that wolf and then all of a sudden there's a wow. And it fades to Chuck's penis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all good (sighs) things come to an end, and that end is Chuck's penis. Is Chuck's penis. But (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so the finals. Mm -hmm. This Okay, so I'd like to add a stipulation here okay? because this is I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. This has been kind of bullshit because, you know, Power Rangers, Beetleborgs, Biker Mice, everyone that has Zords of some type Mm -hmm. at some point has had to get the fuck out of the machine. Correct. And use their fists. Correct. These fucking cats Mm -hmm. have just been in the cockpit, cranking down on Slim Jims, blasting Bon Jovi. Yep. Um, the underground stuff of Limp Biscuit because he hasn't really topped the charts yet. So like all of the shitty backyard underground stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what they're listening to. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're listening to the demo tape for you know it's my way, my way or the highway. This time I'm gonna let it all come out. This time I'm gonna stand up. You know that yeah. shitty white boy hardcore rock that you just hear and you know before the remixes do. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's getting the bell at home way too much. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's listening to that music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, so I, and, and I think for this matchup, the SWAT cats stopped to fuel. Yeah. And because the street smart sharks have been able to smell again, their senses are attuned to this, to the stank to the cat. cat piss. Yep. Yep. So they're able to just go straight to the SWAT cats, tracking them from miles away, miles well, away. Well, and anyone who's seen, and anyone who's seen jaws three, knows that canonically sharks travel faster than jets. So anyone who seems Jaws 3 can tell you that. Because if you don't remember, the wife flies stateside yeah. and the mother of Jaws 2 mm-hmm. eats her there. Yep. <laughs> yep. So that, and I'm just saying. Let's, let's be fair. When you're on the streets, which is where the street sharks mm-hmm. have to fight. Um, Their habitat. There's only so many places to fuel up with jet fuel. You know what I mean? You're not oh, yeah. you're not yeah. going to the seven eleven for that. No, you you've you've got to stop at some type of base or something Correct. like that. At, at least somewhere that sells high quality diesel. Right. So because that's what you know, the, the JP twelve or whatever it's called that they fuel up with, the jets. Mm-hmm. Um but here's the thing though. It may be better if they've slapped together some kind of tank jet engine, like what's inside the Abrams, because that sucker will literally eat engine oil and turn it into fuel. Yeah. So, and since they made it out of junk, I would think they'd want to shove, you know, vegetable oil, diesel, regular gasoline, uh, the remains of their enemies. Yeah. Kind of like a, yeah, you know, a defunct, uh, whatchamacallit from Back to the Future. Yeah. Time traveling DeLorean. Yeah. Kind of like that. Or, or the cars in the Double Dragon movie where all the cars just ran yeah. on garbage. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and you know the SWAT cats are just living on a prayer. It's the first track on their, you know, on their mm-hmm. eight track when they slap it inside the yeah. tape, the tape player. So and they they're not thinking about some the bad fact. medicine here shortly. You yeah, know? they're not thinking about the fact when they stop in the back alley to get the trash from the Italian restaurant, just completely chock full of grease, so that way it's the best fuel to burn. Yeah. 
and they throw it in that engine, they're not thinking about the fact that they're in the middle of street tar- shark territory. Just smack dab. That's they true. beat them there because yeah. they're faster than jets. Mm-hmm. And they have the taste of cat blood in their mouth and the stink of cat piss in their nose. Well, yeah. And they're already frenzied. I get that. You know what I mean? Like they're already in yeah. the zone. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Any poor stray cat, the entire cast of cats, the musical mm-hmm. um, and that they've come across along the way, just dead. Nothing left of them, but their CGI buttholes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and if I do recall, um, wasn't it in Jaws the Revenge? Uh, Jaws takes down a plane. I, I'm, you know, I've only seen the first Jaws. Oh, gotcha. I know of the third Jaws because because my father um, very very unhealthily rants about it a lot. It's not a big Jaws three fan, <laughs> and has done so since I was a small child. Yeah. Uh, joking slash actually mad about it. Big Jaws guy. Um, <laughs> so I just know of Jaws three. I've never actually seen it, and I thought the title of Jaws three was just Jaws three because it's Jaws. Jaws two is Jaws three. Jaws the Revenge. I don't. Actually, no. Um, or was that the remake that they did a little while ago? Jaws, The Revenge. Oh, 1987. So that had to be. I don't know. It is a direct sequel to Jaws 2. So, yes. Ign- yeah, but, so ign- but it yeah. ignores the events of Jaws 3D. Okay. Yeah. There you go. But listen. Maybe he, he does take down the plane. He gets a plane there. So. Yeah. I, th- I mean, the street sharks are dirty. They're definitely like paying somebody to jump in the engine. They're they're pulling. They got. Yeah. Or hear me out. Hear me out. What's his name from Ninja Turtles? Casey Jones. Casey Jones. The SWAT cats are about to jump in their jet because they have enough fuel to take off. And then Casey <sighs> Jones pops out of nowhere. And because he's getting revenge for the Ninja Turtles, does that scene we were talking about, you know, it lifts up the, the visor spits out, you know, the yeah. meth meth lace dip mm-hmm. spits it out and then shoots the hockey puck into the engine, blows it to smithereens. SWAT cats get up and then the street sharks that shadow are ready. Yeah. Like, yeah, just that hulking mass of fish bod just on the horizon as the sun sets. Yeah. It's ready to thrash. And now, and we know, listen, anyone who's played mortal Kombat two, Mm-hmm can tell you that uh what's his name the right police guy uh oh three uh striker yeah striker anyone who's played against striker knows that he pops off maybe one smoke grenade one backhand with that baton and then that's pretty much the end of the moves list for that's it that's all that's it maybe if they're a talented striker player they bust out the crouching taser Mm mm-hmm but even then, you see him go to crouch and you you backflip, backflip, backflip. You know, you yeah. it's over for Striker. Yep. And after after you learn those three moves, that that's what Striker's got in his back pocket. That's it. Yep. He's done. Like as a fighter, you can't tell me that SWAT cats are pretty much out of the same playbook. Like, right? Gonna try the exact same thing. Yep. Well, and, and that's the thing. You know, if we were talking, everyone at the at their best and brightest. Um, you know, sharks versus the jets still pretty even fight yeah. as we've seen from yeah. Jaws of the Revenge. So I, I think you have to, you have to go street sharks here. You just have yeah. to because yeah. planes, natural um, uh, territory is not the streets. It's street not, sharks, however, 
uh, that that does happen to be their natural habitat. So yeah, and even if you were gonna you know try and match them up, you know hit for hit. Mm-hmm. Let's look at this. Plane master of the skies, master of one. Tree sharks, master of the oceans and water, and the streets, and the land. Streets. So you have land and sea. Plane just has air. Yeah. And people may say, well, Will, uh, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. But I will remind you, better than a master of one. Mm-hmm. So by a dodge of that old tale, Street Sharks win. Period. I like it. So it doesn't matter if you approach this from tactical, mm-hmm. um, you know, lessons to be learned, you know, yep. and, and for where you want to look at it for telling a story. Yeah. Uh, parables, if you will. Uh, right. The classical interpretation. Uh, as far as the male gaze go, SWAT cats never had anything that turned me on about that. Mm. But street sharks. Uh, Dan uh, disagrees, but by, keep going. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, but street sharks, they did have human cast in there. And uh, again, like all good street based vigilantes, uh, sexy reporter in a jumpsuit. Yep. I think it was green. I think yes. It was a green jumpsuit. They have to mix it up a little um, bit. Yeah, so uh, definitely male gaze, check, done. Mm -hmm. Communism, something, something, corporations got to go down. So that's that's all of our filmography views there. That's from all perspectives of tactical advantage, uh, how they're going to fight. This is hands down. I almost say this is kind of disappointing. This was a mercy kill, if anything. Yeah. As soon as that jet was gone, it was just a... Just a house of cards. Well, and that's cast. that's the thing. As far as everyone on this list, outside of getting their big ultimate form or their big huge mech or their giant uh, mm-hmm. whatever, I mean, street sharks. I Nothing. mean, take every yeah. bracket here, like and rightfully yeah. so. They're they're sharks of the streets. Yep, just tenacity and streetwise. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Just yep, yep. Just coming at you with all the shark madness they have. All the shark madness. And they're hockey players, so you know, you know, once they get into a fight, it's on. Oh, shout so out to my ex. It's just, yeah. But, but no yeah. teeth was a bonus, though. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Female hockey players, triple threat, triple threat for, <laughs> for real. <laughs> but yeah, so Street Sharks, the clear winner. Uh, mm-hmm. Kit Smashing, thank you so much for being here, man. It, you were an absolute delight. And uh, this very much was a very, very, very incredibly authentic episode of Elite Eight Showdown. And and you have written some great stuff here. So I really appreciate you being here. I am. I'm here to please. This is the only place that I please, but I'm here for it. So I'm <laughs> that's, glad. That's what we want. When Chuck and I started this, all we wanted was like, we only want people to please this show and nothing else. Nothing um, else. And but, then he had to go and get a life and plans yeah. and responsibilities. All of a sudden, that son of a bitch got happy. That's not what the show mm-hmm. was about. This show was not about being you, a level. Who do you think you are? Our tens of viewers mm-hmm. depend on you. Yeah. Pony Danza is unable to fuck on Friday nights yeah. if you do not show up and record. I am putting and out now, the final episode of Elite Eight Showdown a day late, just so you know, and everyone at home who listened to it, obviously you already know that, but Pony Danza has a date Saturday this nice. week. So I need to make sure he, he can fuck to the final episode of Elite Eight Showdown. 
Good thing this release is after that fact, because that man would do it. Yeah. That man would be like, let me put something on. And then it'd just be. <laughs> then Danny, this is a PCN fellowship. If you like this, subscribe to. And she's just looking at him. Realizing that since she's still willing to fuck him, not that there's, yeah. you know, lack of consent happening, but she Correct. knows that since she still wants to fuck him. Yeah. She is past the point of being like, I don't, you know, I don't have, this isn't a good enough reason to not still find you attractive. Correct. So she's like, eh, whatever. And in 15 years, when they're talking about how they got together and how they met, she's going to look at him and look at their kids in the eyes and she's going to say, you know what? I knew I was in love with you when I heard, hi, I'm Lucky and you're listening to a podcast (laughs) on the Professional Casual Network. (laughs) And also, right before she gets to completion, Mm -hmm. she'll hear an ad from Snake (laughs) Damn it, Joe. (laughs) Shout out to the Federation. Ah, oh, the Federation. <laughs> the Federation. It's taken over. We need new members. Join the Discord. Yeah, for real. Uh, we are actively recruiting. Active time recruiting. to shine. But yeah. if you liked our show, cool, thanks, because we're not part of the network anymore or a podcast. Mm-hmm. But if Bastards. you want to check out our other friends, and hopefully you're soon too, uh, and if you want to hear actually Chuck apparently finding time to record other podcasts, he was certainly on the mm-hmm. comic book rundown and Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, the Carton cast. because oh, I, I subscribe. Yeah, and wreck my podcast. But with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, uh, I have been a co-host this evening, Tim, along with Mr. Kit Smashing himself. Uh, one of the founding members of the Snake Federation. We say goodbye, stay safe, and remember to leave the blood on the bracket. This has been Elite Eight Showdown.